Welcome in to WrestleDown Pod. It's Brandon, Chris, and Jordan. We are back, finally. We always pick the best times to go on drinks, don't we, guys? Always, <laughs> nothing, nothing happened in the last week and a half. Brandon, we keep the podcast. people waiting. We keep them on the edge of their right. seats, man. 100%. If there's right. anything That's I've right. learned, if there's anything I've learned from the WWE, it's make the main event as deep and as late and as out of the way as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Once everyone's just fucking tired and done and hates you. That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, and then we pull them right back in with some quality content. That's what we do. That's what we're doing right here on this fantastic episode of Pod that we are starting what chris what do you have to say speaking of well i was gonna say what are we starting out with because i have i have a kid yeah. uh, well, I, be- I, have be- a- I mean before we before we go chris brandon i got a question for you uh who who did who did you guys used to do improv with when you used to do improv who did you who did you used to do improv with <laughs> i didn't do uh, improv uh, nah. scott colton i didn't do improv what ah improv? so would you say would you say you're friends with scott colton brandon Oh well, I haven't talked to him him in years, so I don't really, I don't really. Oh well, if you're not friends with him, I just think if you're a fucking journalist, Jesus, dude. You know, I'm so happy that I was the only one that caught that. Hold on, what did you ever deserve to have to deal with a know nothing numbskull fuck? (laughs) Honestly, on that note, on that note, on that note, um, I while we were at RAW, I I didn't, I was gonna like bring it up on the pod, um. So I found out how to download Twitter videos to this thing. Wait, and you went to Raw? No, no, no. Like Raw's on right now. Like oh, I probably oh, didn't oh, hear oh, about oh. this because it's on. Um, so there was a uh, there's a new video with CM Punk giving some more thoughts on Hangman Adam Page, and I thought I'd just play it for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Make, a, make a live little reaction. So absolutely. Here's the, I'm just gonna ready. Yeah, I'm ready for it. <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are? You any kind of honest? Anybody know who you are? Maybe everybody else wants to enjoy the peace and quiet. This is one of the most important places in all of North America. Who are you? Who are you? You miserable, presumptuous, no talent. You're no artist. An artist respects the silence. It serves as the foundation of creativity. You obviously don't have the talent. You don't have enough respect for yourself or other people or what it is to express yourself. In music, really in the form of creativity. <laughs> I'm an NYU film school graduate. Suck on And the there school of visual arts. Oh, boy. Art University of San Francisco. Yeah, bring up the you education. That's, that's how you, you do it. You no that's talent. If you really had talent, go practice. And get yourself a gig. Hot hey. words from the voice hey, wow. of the voiceless. Phil Brooks coming in with some The Phil Brooks. Food. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 wasn't sure if that was going to be too hot for the pod. Chris, uh, Chris, yeah, we know, that, this... we know, we know that's fake because the microphone is way, is the voice is way too high on that. Come on, yeah, the, yeah, the microphone's got to be deeper. The and there's no muffins. There's no, there's no Mindy's bakery. It wasn't even Mindy's bakery. You guys can't see it, but that's uh, what he had in the bag. He, he had a, he had a okay. in that. So he's okay. he's still keeping that up. I was Brandon, waiting you, for the pod to your hand. Sort of. Right I was now. waiting. I had Mindy's Bakery the other day. How was it? Uh, What's the report? It, fantastic. He was right. But I wasn't as angry. I wasn't as angry. Mm. I during. I was not. My dude Phil was eating those muffins, mm. like or cupcakes. He was eating them. Like I. What did you? What did you? 
What did you What did you get from Mindy's Bakery? Tell the so people. So there was um, a because this is an exclusive scoop. Any fucking wrestling yeah, podcast Park, can regurgitate Park, what Meltzer said. Right, right. Yeah, Worker yeah. Park, Chicago, fantastic. Uh, there was um, I had it delivered, so I didn't. Okay. I didn't actually. <laughs> you didn't I got, even I got know. It dude, dude, it is so far from my house. Chicago is so big, and I was like, yeah. I'm How much go did you pay for delivery? My... Oh, it wasn't that far. I mean, it wasn't that expensive how it much probably like a how much did you pay brandon it's like a 30 dollar thing it's like a 30 dollar delivery yeah for like three oh or four oh my god you're such a mark dude. wait no wait 30 oh 30 dollars delivery fee or 30 dollars for the entire oh, just order? in total just in total oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. okay okay i was, okay. I was like all right brand paying 30 dollars for delivery fees my goodness. you do so it though like, you fucking it was mark. like it was it was when you left chris it was like right after you left i like ordered some of it and i was like hmm this is my good i got i mean like I'm, a, I'm sure i'm sure if Liv morgan uh was talking about a uh oh my pastry shop, you would, you would go. probably spend 30 40 50 are you a simp brandon yeah. are you uh do you do you only live once as they say i mean i mean yeah. everybody knows she's had the best women's title reign of uh the past 30 years you know the funny <laughs> funniest thing about this is like i've never said that i was like a you know the funniest thing about this is that i've never <laughs> said i was a huge <laughs> Morgan man all right so we get to we get to all out i mean we don't have to talk about the the card <laughs> per se because what took over the weekend quite honestly great matches i'm not taking anything away from the matches first but... and foremost before we get there acclaim sure. versus swerve in our glory was sick oh! Match so fucking amazing. Acclaimed or made men. Hundred percent. That. that was even before that, that, was, that. A different, different company. Gunther and Sheamus took over my. Gunther match. and Sheamus. Also great, match. Good. great match. Uh, yeah, I would say my two favorite matches of the weekend. Um, so we have um, CM Punk after well CM Glass after losing his smile and and coming back uh, to Chicago and deciding wow. to go for a match. Um, one wins the match. It was, it was pretty good. Pretty good. You know, box. Was a hell of a competitor, uh, and then afterwards, oh, we should have talked about the most important part. The uh, the he got the 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 little chip, so, little chip on top. So during Mr. the show, there was a casino ladder match in which how many guys was it? Was seven guys? No, we know what happened. We know the what last, happened when the so I knew exactly who it was. Like as soon as he, you could tell as soon as he walked out that it was him. Like it was like the worst kept secret all night that it was that was MJF on, in that mask. Because right. when he, you know what? To he, me, I I said he, I thought he wasn't going to be the casino guy, but the way that me too, did, me too, I didn't either. I didn't, no, 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 I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't think he needed the gimmick for it, but I didn't hate the way they did it. I like the Rolling Stone song. I'm interested yeah. to see his association with Stokely's group because he didn't yeah. like come out with them on Wednesday. So I, yeah. I assume we'll learn more about that. But I like Stokely them together a lot. Is, Stokely's just feels like he's just kind of becoming like a Heenan for AEW, where he's just yeah. like tight with all the bad guys yeah. which is and, and like it's if he's just like if he has this group and he just like came in to just like get max that shot and like you know help kind him out mercenary group yeah like, i mean uh, so be it um I, yeah maybe, maybe like he like i was just gonna say maybe he like paid them off something like that I don't yeah. Know. yeah yeah exactly he's, for he's hire, done it before for hire, basically yeah. um, before. no he but I, with, I with morrissey before with morrissey did it with butcher and the blade it's been like a continuous thing yeah. for sure um, I'm a little He's bothered there. that Tony will shell out the money for Rolling Stones, but not for War Pigs for Warlow. I don't yeah. know. I I, I mean, yeah. it's fine. It's point. it was very cool. It was really cool. But like, come on, if we're gonna, it was uh, 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 at the at the media scrum that obviously we'll get to. Uh, somebody actually asked Tony about that, and they're like, "How much does something like that cost?" He's like, oh, "I don't. It's not like a real." What do you? What do you <laughs> 
Yeah, well, yeah. He was like, oh, I, I just, I just, I sent him a Venmo. It's not a big yeah. deal. <laughs> I will say the one that is still killing me that they didn't get, and I get it because I think he said it would have been like five hundred thousand every time they used it or something ludicrous like that. But I wish they had Final Countdown for Danielson. I like I the like ass shaking uh, yeah. remix they have. I like the inclusion of the. You know, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in in the flight of the Valkyries, but man, Final <laughs> Countdown way, would hit the, different. The was... most underwhelming live or underwhelming live performance entrance of all time. Dude, I that thought it was Machine Gun Kelly. Me too. It was Squirt Gun Kelly. It was Squirt Gun Callen, bro. It was Squirt Gun Callen. Unfortunately. Oh, God. Uh, I was anyway, so when he came out, I, I looked at Brand. I was like, is this like one of those things that his – wife asked him to do him a favor for like a friend and like what's this, going like, on here? <laughs> like what is this is this, is this Nikki Bella's husband artem what's happening here danielson yeah. listens to uh weird progressive jazz and james taylor he does not listen <laughs> i and i'm just spitballing that's what i assume he listens to he listens to uh um you know Folk fucking music. towns van zant <laughs> one of my favorites um no, I mean, that, that is not his music taste. I refuse to believe that that he like well, works out to that music. Sorry, Chris, I, Chris, I can't, I can't Chris, have that. Chris, during like the first like ten minutes into this match, he go, he looks at me, and goes, "I'm sorry, I just the, the entrance took me completely out of this." Yeah, it completely you know? out of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was it like, like, it I, was like me, I was like, this is pretty good. I was like, you know, Jericho, no, it was a great match. But it's like two of my all time. Like, sorry, like, <laughs> I say like on my on my yeah. top third. These guys both on my top. 30 20 is easy really cool. easy, easy. Yeah. and i'm like easy. i mean an argument at least one of them has 15 an top top 10 um yeah, but like i'm just like damn that that half-ass entrance just just brutalized <laughs> me so anyway yeah so punk punk wins obviously oh we get the celebration um it's all cool and then the lights go out we hear the voicemail from tony very important detail in that is that um i do not have to you know i'm not gonna make you sign a release you can just come out um i need you to show up i i'll pay you amount of dollars rack up the fucking brinks truck out comes maxwell jacob friedman too which i I loved the way they did it by the way hell yeah i thought that was such a not only the voicemail but the devil promo from ring of honor that he called back to once again because now we have the ROH video library, yep. baby. Yep. Very excited. And now we're that. setting um, up a fantastic feud that's going to continue between CM Punk and MJF, right, oh, guys? Oh no! no. <laughs> so, so funny because no. I was I uh, I was embarrassing myself a little bit for this because at the beginning of the night I I called it it was it was Max. Um, you know I I I heard the the you know um, the devil like hint in the song and i was like oh come on this has got to be him and then it like physically he's doing the little struts like come on um i was under the misunderstanding that this little chip thing that they grabbed by the ring that was like worked like money in the bank i was pretty convinced that max was leaving chicago with the belt it does not work like money in the bank, baby. It, it should though in my opinion i okay <laughs> because we should have left chicago with Max the champ. Well, it would have solved a lot of our problems. That's <laughs> As we sure. found out, that would have been the best way to go because. Yeah. So afterwards, it's funny because um, Brandon and I didn't really know there was a media scrum. We kind of watched. We were a little tired. Um, and Yeah, let me, let me just say for our viewers, Brandon and Chris were both in the greater Chicago area and didn't go to All Out because they're chumps. 
Hold on, hold on. I, I, I'll back up Brandon on this. Uh, he had just gone through a move. I spent Whenever I move, so much money on this goddamn move. I can. I mean, as easy as it. it would be to live at home with our parents, Brandon. Right? Um, is as easy as that would as that would be. You know, sometimes moving costs wow. money. <laughs> oh, Chris. Sometimes, sometimes when you have to pay for your own health care, it gets really expensive. I'm making a rare, a rare, a rare tag to Brandon. A rare tag to Brandon. You know, Chris, you think you know a guy. You really think you fucking know a guy. I'm just and saying. Then, hey, I caught the L in that too. I didn't go either. But wow. I was going I wasn't going in solidarity. I it was it was a kamikaze burn. I hear you. I hear you. We both spent a lot of money. Him on a plane ticket out here, me on a yeah, yeah, sure. You know, like, sure, yeah, sure. So it's a lot of money. So, so I'm, no. I, I'm like, I'm like, Brandon. I think there's, there's a uh, press conference on, and like him and Brandon, I were just talking about the day before because they did a, they did a press conference for Clash of the Castle, right? Did they? Yeah, I believe yeah, so. Did. And we were talking, we were talking about how like showed up and was like acknowledge me, and then he just yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of talked about how like. AEW is kind of like doing that combat sport thing where they brought that back and now WWE started to do that too, which is really cool. Cause I, I was like big fan of all like the, like the WrestleMania 14 press conference. Like, well, I, I mean, I now they got that. the, now, now they got the best member of DX running the company. So stuff like that's bound to happen. You know, Chris, so I'm not going to sit back and take and then, this. You know. Now they've gotten that out. I think my favorite part of that video. I think my favorite part of that video is his eyes because he's not looking at the same. The lights are on, but nobody's home. The lights are on, but nobody's home. Just, uh, just swimming in the flurries, dude. I I love that man so much. We'll get, we'll get to, we'll get to Tony Khan after because there's, there's one good billionaire on this earth, ladies and gentlemen, and it's, 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 it's the one that gave me Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega on free TV. It is, it is. It's sure as shit not any of the other ones. Did Mark Cuban give me Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega on live TV for an hour? When, 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 when Mark Cuban was the fucking general manager of Raw, he gave you like Sheamus versus John Cena when they had like the guest host thing going on. Actually, no, I've I've been watching a lot of, uh, I've watched a lot of Shark Tank. Jesus Christ. I like Mark Cuban. I like Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban's Uh, fucking, but he's TK, guys. Come on. Come on. So, there we get to the, one uh, good billionaire, one okay billionaire. You know, we can, we can, we can settle at that. So we get to get to, I'm like, hey, Brent, turn on the media scrum. Let's check it out. So we're a little late into it. So I, we find a way to rewind it. So we're, we're watching this a little late. And man, so let's, let's go through it a little bit. Punk gets up there. Um, nobody directly asked him, but as you heard at the beginning of the podcast, he asks uh, Nick Houseman, Houseman. Nick Houseman, Nick Houseman, Houseman um, about, you know, if he, about his friendship with Colt Cabana um nick is like yeah no colt and i haven't been friends for a few years punk was like yeah that makes two of us already a little tense uh you can tell media is trying to move past it a little bit because this hat like you get like it, it was kind of like it was an awkward tension of like oh shit he's like he's he's mad um punk starts going into the cult stuff and he was talking about how embarrassing it is that he needs to talk about this and he needs to bring this up he very much seemed intent on talking about this though as i'm watching it i'm like the, like this is what we're talking about now. Whatever prompted yeah. this, uh, a lot of people were speculating it was Colt Cabana chants in the crowd. Uh, some people were speculating that maybe Punk was bothered that Max got a bigger reaction in Chicago than Punk did. Mm. Um, 
I don't think that's the reason, but I love throwing that out there to start some shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so Punk kind of goes on, talks about, uh, you know, it, it brings up the the past with Colt. You know, we don't have to get into all the details with that. Brings up the stuff about his mom, bank accounts, all that, all that stuff that we've been hearing about for weeks. Then he brings up a story that we've been hearing about already, which is Hangman Adam Page. Um, he calls him unprofessional, tells me he's never drawn a dime in this business, which is, come on, dude. Um, I personally, I, I, like I, for this, for this duration, I'm like, this is an entertaining, fun thing that like wrestling is wrestling is getting real and it's getting edgy and it's, it's contentious. And this is how you make money. Yeah. The hangman stuff is like, I'm like, oh man, this is like whatever their personal issue is i didn't appreciate the hangman comments personally i've been a punk fan for years but uh hangman is a guy i respect a lot in terms of like someone who was like a teacher and um came up through the ranks and got to a point of his skill where he was like on par with the elite and he was one of the original fucking guys at AEW. He's part of the ground soil of that company. <laughs> and uh, to say that he like hasn't drawn a dime is like, well, how, like he's part of the reason that this 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 thing exists. Same with the Bucks as obviously. Yeah, I mean, so. there's I think there's a lot to unpack here and there's sure, a lot of yeah. different Let's dig into it. But, but I do think the the sort of pe people have issues with each other, none of us were there, whatever. Yeah. Not, I'm not Yeah, yeah, yeah we're not But just here to report I think, I think, yeah, because we're fucking journalists, guys. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, we're breaking the story right now. On yeah. September 12th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It'll probably be out on the, the, the 16th, the 17th, knowing Chris and his butterfingers. I think we can beat, right. I think we could beat SRS to this. I think we can. I think so. I think so. Um, no, I, I don't know. I think, I think that was honestly the biggest bummer of the whole thing for me is that Punk for so long was this beacon of the independence and of this style and of that yeah. type of guy who didn't look the part and who did yeah. things his own way and who kind of had that punk rock indie wrestling mentality and yeah. to see him be like these fuckers think they're in Reseda and this guy's guys haven't drawn a dime it's like well what a bummer because they're they're the new you dude like you might not like 100%. it but they're yeah. the new punk rock indie style flag bearers and to say that they're nothing and shit on them just because you have a personal issue. Listen, you're, you're allowed to have a personal issue with people. People don't like each other. People don't get along. That's fine. But to totally diminish what they've done, I think just kind of shows that you don't really care about being the flag bearer for that. And that just kind of bums me out more than anything. I don't think, I don't think anything that Punk said diminishes anything that the elite has ever done. I'm not saying I'm not saying that either of you are saying this, but just like as because here's my thing. Seven I, years. I think if anything, if anything, it reflects more poorly on him, but go on. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna I was gonna get to that in a second. This is what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. So so seven years is a long time, right? Seven years yeah. almost a decade to be gone from some from anything, from like not just wrestling, just anything, right? People, it, it, it felt like to me after this whole thing happened that like people forgot who this dude is. <laughs> like who, sure. who, who the hell the fuck we're talking about? This dude did the exact same thing 11 years ago on live TV and became a hero in this business. It's not, I mean, it's, it's, not it's not the exact same went, thing though. Went, it's it's what I mean I by exact same thing is, is he is. came out, he came out against people, he came out against management the evps came against vint mcmahon 
was outspoken, talked shit about what he felt like was wrong with the company and what was going wrong with everything. And then, and he was right. This time he wasn't, but he was right 11 years ago. Real quick, real quick, Chris. I think there's two important differences. I think A, what happened before, while it was kind of a, a, a blurring the line, that was part of the show. That was approved by Vince McMahon. Yeah, he right, gave him right, permission to say right. that in service of a story, in service of selling a pay-per-view. There's no right. ongoing storyline between CM Punk and, and Colt Cabana. There's no ongoing storyline between CM Punk and the Elite. If he had said right. all this shit about MJF, then we can have a different conversation, but he didn't. Right. And so I think that's an important distinction. And I think secondly... It's the Batman thing. You either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. When CM Punk was saying that shit before, it was to WWE. It was to the corporate overlords. It was to yeah, right. Vince McMahon who had been burying him for 20 years. And AEW, years yeah. AEW is a – whatever you think about the company, it is a company run by like the boys yeah. with, yep. a, with a major funder. At yeah. the end of the day, if you – like us as fans, like let's look at us in 2011 – Tell 2011 us that something like AEW exists. It sounds like a pipe dream. It does, yes. right? Hundred percent. Uh, I mean, so one. I mean, we're talking about kind of like bummers from that as as fans, right? Um, so Punk to me, like the whole the best part of him coming back was that was first part is like this guy who got his legacy kind of cut short by him just not loving this anymore, and that was a bummer and everything, and now he's back he gets this second chance to kind of see the cultivation of his, a lot of his work. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I mean, his, his that, vision kind of come to life, too, right? I mean, I thought back to that Cody promo on what was like yeah, his second to last say. dynamite. And it was like about, we don't have to go into the Cody com- promo context because I'm sure that'll, there'll that be a time and a place for that. Um, but what Cody says is like, he sat on that stage and he said all these things about going to ring of honor and going to new Japan and like, like breaking the mold. And I, I actually, I heard those words and then I went and did it. Yeah. And I, I, and I teamed up with the bucks and I, and I, I like, I helped create this company. So you fast forward to now, and this is, this is the big killer for me. It was punk who is both as a work and as a shoot has said over and over verbatim. When I get to this platform, I am like, I want to use it to bring guys up. I want to bring everyone up. He came in, he was having, hot out of the out of the barrel matches with guys from dark order with uh um uh fucking uh shit powerhouse hobbs yeah when he came in it felt like that darby and then allen. yeah darby oh my god of course darby allen mjf i mean he him and mjf became just this perfect Eddie Kingston, Eddie Daniel Garcia. i mean on and on and now it's like <clears throat> How ironic is it? Let's say, let's say that's the last we see of CM Punk. How ironic is it that this guy who came here after seven years to bring up the new generation to help, like he's here to help these guys compete with the Fed. That's the that's like that's what he's here for. He's help, he's here to help bring them to a level. He spent what may have been possibly his last hour in the wrestling business trashing all those guys and saying they don't earn shit and saying like, you know, I'm, I'm sick of working with these pricks. They're all immature that, you know, all these EVPs who are also wrestlers who I work with. They're, you know, they're all unprofessional fucks. And it's like, this guy just won their belt five minutes ago. He just won their belts. They just keep 
got injured after winning their belt. They gave him the belt back. Like at the end of the day, this is a this is a business, and they just put the uh, not to carry not to carry on or whatever. But it, one thing that people haven't really been talking about from the media scrum is at the end of, uh, when Punk gets up, Punk's like ranting and raving, and Tony it, he, looking out of his mind uh, turns to Punk and he's like, "Hey, you forgot you forgot the belt." And Punk like Punk like is still ranting and he holds his hand up. And like if like if this is if this is if this part isn't work, which I you know I don't think it is. If Chris, it was, Chris, no 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 no. no, no, no. I'm like Brandon right words, now. Hear my words. Hear my words. If this was, he would have nailed this because he turns and he's not even looking. He's still ranting to the camera, or whatever, ranting to the people. And like he holds his hand, slaps his hand out like this, and Tony hands him the belt. Dude, if that's like if that's like a belt that I'm like working toward and i'm like working my ass off for it and i'm like working my ass off as a guy in the back to make this champ look good what a slap in the face dude doesn't give a shit about the belt he just won for the second time over guys who have only won it once and have been here for you you know what i mean dude it just it looked like shit it looked like so and it was i wanted to i wanted to say first off it was fun as hell but it was a bummer yeah i I think i think sorry real quick brandon i just think that's the simplest way you can put it is that memes and whatnot aside, it just sucks. Yeah. Because regardless of who this dude is, as a person or whatever, he he's a great performer. And this last run, this last year has been so special in so many yeah. ways. And it's cut sucks short to see by it. the injury now yeah. cut short by this and another injury. That's that's yeah. I mean, we're we're talking maybe peck tear. That's yeah, that's so a year. I, I don't want to cut you off, Brandon. Yeah, go no, ahead. No, it's okay. It's okay. I just have Okay, so there's a couple things that I have been thinking about this like throughout the last week and a half since this has happened. Um, first thing I think is it's time. Like, retire, dude. And I don't mean this in like a, you ruined your reputation, anything like that. Two really long injuries within a year and a half is no good. And I and it yeah. and it's not even it's the same, it's the same, it's the same injury. It's not, it's a completely different injury. It's just like if you like one was your foot, now it's your shoulder. Like, what's next? Like your back, your neck. Like you're 45, 46 years old, dude. Like, there's clearly something like you can't keep up. Like a whole year, you had a whole year under your belt, maybe nine months of you wrestling consistently, and now your body's starting to wear down again. So it's like that's that's my first thing. It's like he if that's the last thing we see of him, I'm I'm glad for his health. Now, second thing. And I just, this is more of a joke than anything, but we've been calling for CM Punk to be a heel for half a year now. And he starts doing some heel <laughs> shit and look what happens. Look what and then happens. he did it in real life. And then he just did it in real life. He, did it he just heel turned real, per, real, per real usual, quick. per usual, yeah. right guys? Real life. Be, heel careful. Turn. Just, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> he said he it. Just he might get it. Too. Just might he get said it. it too. I, I was going to bring this up. He literally said that if okay. he really wanted the real CM Punk, he said in a promo, like, couple months ago he's like i know there's a lot of people saying that they want the old cm punk back they want the real me back and he's like careful what you wish for Look what what happened, was, right what, <laughs> like, one tough thing too one tough thing too is he's he's talking about like oh the hangman went into business for himself and said this during a promo and then you go back and watch the promo and he well, didn't say that let me, and, and then well hold, just, hold on and then he's and then okay. he he goes on the he goes against the bucks and he's like oh the bucks like leaked this stuff that i you know i, I got colt cabana fired and then Dave and uh, Brian are like, no, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we, we they, like. Here's what we talked to the Bucks about. Yeah. None of that I, has anything to do with this. I will say the. Um, I can understand probably why he was a little fired up about it because he was just home for six months. He talked about it too, like he was. And I'm just no excuse. Like I'm not saying that like he. Oh please. You should. We should see him in a better light because of this. I'm oh, just please. saying like 
Dude was at home rehabbing an injury for six months. He talked about classic, classic flip flop Brandon. I bet he oh, loves Edge no, now that he has fucking oh metal in his back. I bet no, he loves Edge again now that the radar no, superstar got his song again. No, oh, no, you know what? No, we haven't no, even we haven't no. even gotten to the backstage brawl yet, and we'll get to it. No, I want you to defend Punk before we get to the backstage. I'm not defending brawl. him. I'm just saying, like the dude, dude must have been real riled up, like from the start, like depressed for six months, rehabbing an injury. I've never been through a long injury, but I I know a lot of friends from my work that are athletes that tore their ACL and said it's legitimately hell sitting at home for six months not being able to walk. I mean, only I'm injured guy on the roster, right? I, oh my God, just keep just taking my words and twisting it, man. I'm serious. I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah. I can understand why a dude would be really angry because he was at home and couldn't have to, couldn't deal with it face to face because he was at home. That's all. Deal, I'm saying. Like, uh, my issue if, was if, like deal with what face to face. If if the rumors came out about him about Colt, like about him being the reason why Colt Cabana's not on TV anymore, if those started coming out and he's still in the locker room when that happens. Maybe he has a chance to go to the Bucks and squash it if that's what he hears. But he sits at home for four or five months and stews on it. That's and look, of course, he could have reached out by phone. He could have called him. He could whatever. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> he, what is he? He's obviously like, he did it. He, 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 this isn't. This he, tweet, isn't he, he tweets them on Twitter as of three months ago. No. Well, this I'm is this is this is brooding angry punk. Not yeah. dealing with things head on. It's what it's exactly. what exactly. That's what I made a stand. Did I not just say that? <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. I'm I'm <laughs> just I'm going back to your point. Say that. Yeah. I, he I, very much. I, I mean, there was a certain um certain other I'm other not, wrestler. Not, he kind of seems not, like I don't I don't I don't know. I'm not excusing him for it. I'm just saying that that's oh, probably Brandon's a little wound up today. Brandon's a little. It's the muffins. Up. It's the muffins. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's the carried over anger from Mindy's Bakery that I had a couple like, weeks or so. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe they have like a camera. Yeah, you know what it is? There's a mic. There's an actual oh. microphone in front of my face now too, and I feel like. Feeling really angry. Feeling how angry. is the how is the one guy how is the one guy who actually makes a living holding a microphone at wrestling shows the only one who doesn't have a microphone here? This is fucked up. What are we, are we supposed to buy you one? What are we supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, you guys already brought StreamYard. You can continue the love. That's all I'm saying. Oh, speaking of, speaking of, hold on, hold on. Speaking of streaming, go ahead, continue. Let's let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the backstage fight because I, I, I just want to say real quick. I think like. I've seen this mentioned a couple times, and I think it's I think it's 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 worth repeating that in a lot of ways this CM Punk run, the good, the bad, and the ugly, has been a perfect year-long personification of this guy's entire career. His return was the best segment in company history. He had great matches and great angles, and it all came crashing down because of ego. And I just think that's yeah. a perfect – with two huge injuries in between. And I think that's just – And let me, and let me, and let me just say, if he does heal up and he still does want to wrestle, I don't think it's the last time we see him. I think I think he – I think the time away probably helps a little bit. And I don't think he ever works with people like Kenny Omega or the Bucks or any of them like in the ring ever. Yeah. Um, but if – I don't think that's the last we see of him. If he, if he really does want to wrestle more and he does like feel good after he's done – like after he's done healing, then – I'm sure Tony will be like, yeah, I mean, I signed you to this contract with all this money. I'm not going to avoid it. That is pending. Obviously, there's a third-party investigation into this that will determine if he's actually fired or not, which is investigation I mean, again, can... into the backstage, backstage fight that happened right after CM Punk yes. left. Oh, after he, he shrugged off. After he Perfect. shrugged off the world title, carried it backstage. So here's the story we have up to now. 
Of course, it could change. Uh, we've now heard that MJF was a oh so innocent bystander, and we'll give his give his testimony. So we'll hear how that goes. What we know for now, boys, help me out if I miss anything. Punk is in his locker room. Uh, East Steel's wife is with him with Larry. As far as I'm understanding, uh, that'll become important later. Um, the Bucks come to ask CM Punk, hey, what the fuck? Uh, they super kick the door down. No. Um, <laughs> they slap their thighs when they kick the door down. They, yeah, the, the double super kick. So they come in. There's a little bit of commotion. Um, at some point, uh, both parties have agreed that Punk threw the first punch at, I believe, Matt and Nick got hit with a chair. Yes. Yes. So, okay. yeah. Um, oh, by the way, not not a, not a wrestling chair, like a literal office chair, like not this. <laughs> I know it's this isn't this isn't chair. a folding a folding <laughs> blue chair like the old days. This we, we're throwing office chairs now. This isn't know. a wrestling chair. No, no, no. This is a real no, no, no. Chair. <laughs> so, um, at some point in in, in the commotion, um, a steel Kenny Omega, um. So a steel bit of fucking guy. Oh, oh, no, like, look, come on. Look at the you, world. I'm sorry, dude. Sorry. Come on. So, all right. So we have we have a couple people there. Uh, Christopher Daniels among them. Uh, I'm forgetting the two other names. But okay, okay, uh, okay. Let me read. Kenny, let me read this report from Brian Alvarez because I'll read it. I'll read it all out. Chris just can't so, get a word out. It's the new brand. Unreal, dude. You've what you get when you turn right your back now. on Castle. That's you what you get when you turn your fucking back on me. You're going to read Brian Alvarez? I'm I'm giving you a note-for-note note reshot on you the legitimately, You legitimately told me, help me out if I forget anything, boys. And I'm helping with you out. Your with your intuition. With your actual words. I, I, I Let's get Brian on the Here podcast. Here are my words. Let's call Here Alvarez. Here are my words. Here are my words. Fucking quoting, quoting another person. So Brian well, when you get to Kenny, when you get to Kenny, stop talking because I have something to say for Kenny. CM Punk uh, punched Matt Jackson at least once or twice. Then A Steel threw a chair that hit Nick Jackson, which quote unquote knocked him out. Yeah, Kenny Omega ran to pick up Larry, his dog, uh, CM Punk's dog, who was barking and who Kenny thought was going to be hurt in the fight. Ace, for some reason, saw this and was angry and. Went on and bit Kenny Omega. Pulled his hair as well. Uh, people, uh, Michael oh Nakazawa, Brian, uh, Brandon Cutler, uh, Christopher Daniels, as you said, and some other officials were there trying to break up the scrum, um, as well as uh, the chief legal advisor, Meg Rob. I forget her. I forget her last name, but she was. Chris, oh, what, was your, what was your fucking joke about Ace? It Steel, wasn't. Man. It wasn't a joke. No, it wasn't an Ace Steel joke either. You know what? You guys killed the whole momentum, dude. Oh, I am. Jesus. I am. Oh, just, I'm so right, sorry. Right. I was going to say frustrated during the podcast. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Goat Mega cares about the animals while CM Punk is throwing punches around a dog. Okay. <laughs> CM Glass tore his peck throwing a punch. This is I'm the sure. dude. This is also the dude that wears his dog on his hoodie when he walks the ring. Yeah. CM well, Punk he should have been more careful then. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God. Jesus. Yeah. Throw, throwing saw, out your peck, swinging out a some, some dude, some dude on Twitter today. I don't know if you guys saw Disgusting. this. Some dude took Disgusting. some action figures and recreated the whole thing. Like they legitimately had like a like a, a locker room set up, and they had Punk like throwing a chair in midair, and then like there's a man, I will like, say the best. <clears throat> the best, the best thing I've seen so far has been someone cut together a Dark Side of the Ring parody. I don't know if you guys saw yes. this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They took, like Jr. Jericho, the Bucks from various episodes and kind of yeah, there will be one. Oh, I'm sure there will be. 
Especially there depending on how, the, how this pans out, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, if there's anything you could take away from this, is that wrestling is back, baby. I wrestling love it. is Woo! fucking back. I love it. So, um, at, during the so the press conference, by the way, is not over. Um, obviously, yes. it, Tony goes up with the still the tag team champions, Swerve in our glory. He's up there with Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, at one point, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but Chris Jericho leans over to Tony and kind of ever so slightly mentions that there's something going on backstage. Uh, someone catches on camera, security guard running back. Tony has to stay up there though. Uh, Cause he's up next. Let's get to honestly, I'm not lying. My favorite part of the media scrum, Tony fucking con dude. So they're asking him, they're asking him about, you know, how does, how does this backstage tension that we're seeing? Like, how does that, how does this work? How do you keep those fires down? Tony Khan gives the best answer that any wrestling promoter can ever give when faced with that question. He says, I'm going to make money off it as he should. Now he, now he kind of can't, but, 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 but as it is, but as it is, he says, I'm going to make, not money yet. Off he it. can't, not yet. He not can. yet. He can't. Um, he on, honest, honest question. Yes. Not to totally derail you again, Chris, but no, what, are the odds, what are the odds of them? Coming to peace and and finding a way to make money off of this and make an angle off of this. Oh, the if high, it happens, if it happens, we won't know, and we'll just watch it play out. I think that'll be beautiful. That's the I think, sure. I think. Sure. I think the. I'm not expecting it to happen anytime soon because obviously there is an injury that we're dealing with and a surgery that just happened. Um, but I will also say that I think the ch the chances are high because I think for someone like Punk to probably sit at home again for a long time and then have to think about what he did. Right, he's kind of like on timeout right now. Um, if yeah. they don't fire him, if know, they man. don't fire him, if yeah, he that's, usually that's all dependent. That's all dependent on what he happens. usually gives it a second try before quitting for good. That's if true. we've learned anything from punks, that is uh, true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> that is very anyway, true. so um, there. Uh, Tony's asked about the competing weekend. He had to compete with Clash of the Castle for the first year. Uh, the last two years of all uh, out. Uh, 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 uh. Not even just that. Clash of the Castle and Worlds Collide. There's and Worlds Collide. Thank provide. you very much. There are two WWE PLEs on this that weekend. So he he made some comments that he felt targeted by the new the new uh, the new management over at the at the Fed. Click rules, baby. Um, he felt a little cornered, and he said, "Well, you know, I'm starting to notice a trend. Pretty much saying like these guys are are, are starting to starting to piss me off. And uh, well, I mean, here here the man for yourself. Oh, here we go." I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. <laughs> he also goes on to say that he feels how Jim Crockett may have felt in the 80s, but he, of course, ladies and gentlemen, has a lot more fucking money than Jim Crockett ever did, <laughs> which is the a direct quote. Whoever the booker of the year is, it's Tony. Booker quote of the year yeah. is, I have a lot more fucking money than Jim Crockett ever did. Well, And I'm okay. not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. I'm serious. Yeah. And, and you know what? He's right. A hundred percent. They've disrespected him since the day Triple H took over. Like if mean? this, if by this, trying to this tamper is a with war. his contract, this is a war. Both sides bar, 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 uh, bar. Dude, disrespect, they bar, they bar disrespect, disrespect. Every single week on TV. I understand that. This is but I'm war. just saying, what I'm saying is you're either is that, built for this or you're not. I'm doing a thing right now. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't see it though. It's a power ranger type stance. Man. Come on, man. I'm getting Brandon's ass right now. There we go. <laughs> you think you're not saying yourself. 
ahead, buddy. Keep making an ass out of it. The bot can't even I'm see out. it, Chris. It's I'm terrible radio. You know, you know what? Because uh, since I took over the play-by-play today, uh, I feel like I have a little bit, a little bit of extra, extra pull. That's all. Oh, you do. Yeah. I don't oh, know. so are you saying the play-by-play guy gets more pull? Then is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying when I do play-by-play. Yeah, play. Wow, yeah. dude. Whoa, yeah. whoa, okay. whoa. I do. I do. Chris, Come on. Let's not, talk about, uh, let's not talk about things we don't know about, all right, when it comes yeah. to play-by-play. Oh, play okay. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. All right. That's all right. That's right. That's right. Okay. There's only real commentators. I thought I was talking to a podcast. couple color commentators. I, I did. I, 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 oh. I wow. Jordan, Keep talking, Jordan, man. Literally. Jordan, clearly Chris has not been watching any of your content, my man, at all. I know, I know Brandon. You know, I know Brandon was tuning into Prestige in LA fights, mm. but yes. I don't know, Chris. I don't, I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Curious. Chris, I want to so curious. He's getting on your good side with the speedball stuff, Jordan, but he's not really watching. Oh, oh, any any <laughs> friend in speedball <laughs> Mike Bailey is a friend of mine. Accusatory, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I got Chris, Chris only listens to my commentary when it's speedball Mike Bailey matches. That's the kind of friend that he is. That's a good bit, actually. That's that's a good bit. That's a good bit. I only um, I only support Jordan's work when Speedball Bailey's there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, that's the only good that's fair. Good. So honestly. Tony Khan is right in the fact that Triple H and that regime has been disrespecting trying to get on the phone with some of the people in his company and trying to get them to jump shit. Instead of like, you know, actually letting a contract go. And look, I don't know if there's no, it's not like Chris will get this a little bit more, but it's not like we're in like the NBA, right? Where if you're caught tampering with somebody, you get a fine, you get, um, you know, you get draft picks, you know, taken away from you, all that stuff. Careful before this turns into a careful before this turns into a basketball legal. No, no, yeah, right, right. I know we just just got off that. Yeah, Um, we just talked about that. No, but I think. I think it's interesting that like there's really no rules that these guys have to follow. Like it's not like there's like a like a certain league with like rules that AEW and WWE have to follow. You know what I mean? Like there's not like any penalties for tampering. So it's not like yeah. I mean, Tony can threaten legal stuff. So I'm sure that there's something legally that he can do if he really wanted to. But I think it's more of him just being like, I'm just gonna put on better shows and I'm still gonna do it. Uh, and I'm still gonna try to beat you. And I think that's it. But like, yeah, he he's right in the sense that they have been disrespecting him and Putting two shows like he talked about it two the last two years all out has been on uh, Memorial uh, Labor Day weekend and there's been no shows this year since they've beaten them or have been doing really well they've WWE put two pay per views on the same weekend as all out so yeah. just shows man that yeah they're not Triple H said that they we uh, AW beat their developmental brand by the way on Clash of the uh, in an interview before Clash of the Castle when he was the one for years saying that. NXT was the third brand, but we'll, we'll, we'll skip past that when we talk about how All Out was probably the better pay-per-view of the weekend. And be still, he's the best DX member. It's crazy. Still best. He also, he just he just hired a new one. I'm and serious. Put- I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What we're not going to do, what we're not going to do as a podcast is respect the new senior vice president of talent development creative. Okay, that's what <laughs> we're not going to do. Okay, we're not going to respect not the whole government title. Oh my god! So you don't. You don't want. Me I to said we're not going to disrespect. You said we're you said respect. I did not. <laughs> maybe, you know, here's what it is. Maybe, maybe when, maybe when whoever's like the play, maybe we just bully whoever the play-by-play guy is. Like I think that's. I think that's because they. That's what I'm saying. They have more responsibility, so they stumble over their words more. They say more stupid <laughs> shit because they're driving already, the shit. I already, that's what it is. 
I already carry this podcast oh, with, oh, with, oh, with oh, the editing. The, I, I run the StreamYard thing. I have oh, – watch this. Oh, watch this. I'll play, can you guys play songs? I'll play Breaking. songs. Breaking. Chris presses buttons on the episode of a podcast. Can you guys do this? I'm vibing, dude. I can change what the whole What is this fucking song, Chris? I can change the whole vibe of the pod. This, is, this has gone off the rails. Listen, listen, listen. This is our ally song. This is the ally, this is ally, the ally song. Yeah, this is the ally song. Um, I'm assembling the allies right now. <laughs> All right, so let's talk now, now that I've now more. that I've reeled in the pod. Let's continue. Oh. Let's talk a little bit more about this past dynamite. Uh, we had. A oh very- Hold on, Brandon. Brandon, real quick before we get to dynamite, Chris said he asked if we could play songs. Uh, real quick, real quick. Uh, oh yeah, I guess. Oh yeah. I mean, come on. That changes that changes the dynamic of the pod for sure, right there. Yeah, no, 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 that'll be fun to edit later for sure. It's- <laughs> you're you're gonna be the one doing it, pal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You were just you were just boasting about it, bro. Don't you love your job? No, Carry I love that. Let's me. It, it's damage control, is what it is. It's damage control. <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah, that's uh, what it is. All right, buddy. So let's talk shout about out to this Bailey past, this past Wednesday on Dynamite. Uh, big big episode following everything that happened the weekend. Uh, the past weekend. Everything needed to be right. I mean, there there couldn't be any negativity surrounding the show. They obviously didn't want to, you know, address they addressed it head on with having Tony come out there and say, "Hey, we're vacating both titles, so we're going to have a tournament for the world title, and we're going to crown new one, new trios to, uh, champs tonight." Um, all in all, and Chris, I know you had some stuff you wanted to say about this, but great show. Just kind of like you know, it's always it's again, you know, it's it's cliche, but it's not about how you get knocked down, right? It's about how you get back up. So for them, that's basically how this past Wednesday went. It was more of like, hey, we know that there was a lot of negative attention around us this weekend in the last couple of days, but we're in Buffalo. We've got our uh, hometown kid going for a title in the main event. Let's make this the best show we can. And they did. I mean, it was great. I mean, Dynamite is Dynamite every week. It's fantastic. So Chris is pointing to his Portuguese flag when... Chris, I don't know if you saw this. There was an interview. Half. He's half. Half. Half Hispanic. (laughs) So uh Daniel Garcia and Chris have this oh Chris has this ongoing thing with half. he's yeah, half he's Hispanic. It, it's a parasocial relationship. Let's call oh, it like yeah. we see it. Yeah, I mean I mean it's, hey it's, Madrid is a is a is a 30 minute drive from from my from from my family's house in Portugal. So oh, man. oh Portugal. Is that what you just called it? Portugal. I did not I didn't it's a half an hour drive from my family's place in Portugal. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, we believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be Ooh, out or I pick up talk. the phone. Where could I be? It's so Look, listen to how they listen to how There's they so clamor under the There's sounds. So, listen to how they so clamor under the sounds of George Costanza because they need to. They need to claw and scratch because you know who has the power of this show. You know who has the power of this show. It's Christopher. Why does he have power? You were you guys were wrong to give me this much power. It's wrong. 
I liked I it, thought, Chris. I liked we were a team against Brandon. I don't like that it's me and my I buddy. did too, Jordan. I did too. I did too. Some of us I, made some decisions. I just like sitting and we're just watching the turmoil happen. Some of us did, Chris. Brandon is yeah, way right. too happy right now. I he's love turning us against each other. That's what he's so doing. Right he's turning brothers in arms, nay, shall I say, brothers in earls against each other. That's what he's fucking that's doing. Right. That's right. That uh, I'm going to knuckles that's right on, the, knuckle, you know, right on yeah. the camera. Right on the camera. Yes, sir. Not you, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> 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 All right, so back to back to dynamite. Um, I wanted to talk about this because uh, MJF uh, had his little. So MJF came out in the Buffalo Bills jersey and started doing all the cliche face stuff. He was basically being CM Punk from the last year. Um, came out basically playing for the crowd, being like, "Hey, like, don't you love it here in Buffalo, New York?" And he's you know talking about how who you know he's got a title shot and who else deserves it more than him and blah 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 blah. And then Moxley comes out, uh, John Moxley, to um, basically kind of shut him down. And then, you know, uh, MJF kind of just does the little heel thing. Every nobody believes him when he comes out as the face, obviously. No, everybody's waiting for the for the dam to break. And then it does. And then he starts it's going brilliant. off. And, yeah, and he's, he's, just, he's, just, he's just the best one going in the King's company, in, in the world King's right back. now. The, the devil's back. The devil's back for sure. Um, I mean, Mox came out. Right after, I yeah, mean, so I, I, I was, I was going to get into, I, I was going to get into this like after we talk about dynamite, but I think it's, it's good to bring up before we talk yeah. about the Mox promo. Um, it was very obvious throughout the show, through all of the matches, uh, throughout the booking that we saw, um, that CM Punk's comments toward the locker room were taken very personally. Mm. That was very prevalent, very much felt like the raw after Austin walked out feeling like, mm. like it, it had that kind of vibe to it where Moxley comes out and cuts this promo about, he's like, you know, like this, like uh, this is what wrestling is. This company means everything to me that that title means everything to me. If you don't like it here, fuck off essentially. Yep. And that night, I mean, the matches we saw all night headlining with Garcia, uh, Yuta, for the pure title. I yep. mean, what a fucking match after uh, if, if you haven't seen it, please go back, watch it. It was, I think the best, their best, the best of their matches so far. Amazing. After, after, and the, not their last and not, their and last. not their last. I mean, these guys will hopefully battle forever. I mean, they forever. Hey, they might, they might be, uh, they might be tag team partners soon. If, if my agenda lines up, <laughs> could you, I, but, may, uh, I, I may, I may or may not have just taken a piss break. Who are we talking about? Yuda and Garcia. Oh yeah, they rule. They rule. Um, well, I was so I was kind of talking about how that locker room came out, sort of with a. They clearly, took, I mean, I think a chip on their shoulder is the word you're yes. looking for, Chris. Spiteful yes. whole night. Yes. The, everyone's wrestling like gangbusters. Um, after they went off air, there was a video online with uh, Daniel Garcia cutting a very similar promo that mocks at the beginning of the show to his hometown, pretty much saying like, you know, this is. I love this company. This is why I do this. You and I just put on a performance that I've dreamed of before, and I got to do it in front of my hometown. I love this. Anyone who doesn't want to be here, get the fuck out. How funny is it? How funny is it that I think it was almost almost around a year ago that MJF cut the Pillars promo? How funny is it now, a year later, that those are completely different? 
Like, in my opinion, like, you talked about the four pillars of, of AEW, right? And, like, who, who, who were the four? I don't. So there was, was Sammy, Darby, Sammy. MJF, and uh, Dante Martin. No, no, Jungle, no, Boy. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Um, I don't know. I think, I think, I think those are still true, but there are just more of them. No, you know, you guys don't think those guys are still I think, valid? I, I, think I mean, I think Yoda and Garcia have both supplanted probably Sammy. But, we, but we, we we need to define what a pillar means. A pillar doesn't yeah. just mean the new young upstart. A pillar means yeah, the like person who was there when the company started. Love you to love Garcia. They were not there. Yeah, they they weren't day. there when it started. I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and I guess we're going to see Jack Perry soon too, which is great. Very excited that they started calling it more Jack Perry than Jungle Boy. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think I think what I meant by that is that like where I saw those four guys going, over the last year, I did not. I mean, I think the only person that was probably predictable in the run that they had was probably either Jungle Boy or Darby. But like Sammy, I think in my eyes has fallen off a lot. <laughs> like I used to love Sammy Guevara and I used to love watching him, and he's still great. But he's still a great wrestler in the ring. But like, everything uh, uh, that's uh, coming outside, I just we uh, something that totally fell. There, so I uh, two things before we get too off track. There's two stories that fell by the wayside with all the punk stuff. It was. Uh, the backstage fight between um, Sammy and uh, Eddie. Eddie Kingston. They had yes. a little scuffle. Eddie publicly apologized, took his suspension like a man, all that good stuff. Uh, worked, and then, worked indie shows in the interim and used all his booking money from those indie shows to pay it towards charities because he's just that kind one of guy. Greatest, he's dude, the I fucking love man. Love him. He's love the fucking him. man. Um, and so I don't know if you guys caught this. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Um, during the press scrum they had tony storm up i think she was either before punk or just after punk just, just after just after okay uh, it wasn't no i swear we're not glory wish it was after jericho oh it, 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 it was after jericho um yeah. so she's celebrating her title win um pretty pretty solid match uh i kind of wanted jamie to win but it looks like they're they're do, still doing the jamie brit thing but they're just kind of doing it in another direction which i'm cool with Finally. it's you know give jamie her moment when it matters i think tony should kind of carry it for now uh, with the way that things are going. Those like, are the two you know. people you build this women division off of, by the way, Jamie and Tony, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, yeah, yes, no, have, I, I agree. You that. have Rio, you have Hikaru Shida, you have Serena Deeb, you have yeah. all these other girls, but those are the two that like two young, young stars that you want to build on moving forward. If you want to have Brandon, those, like, a rivalry, those two. Yeah. Brandon, quick, quick, quick question for you, my man. Um, favorite Tony Storm match, favorite Jamie Hayter <laughs> match. Can you give me, I, can you give me a three? I hate when you guys do this. When I, hey, why can't I, I want to enjoy wrestlers. Why do I have to be the nerd? My, all, all I'm gonna, hold on. I'm gonna. I, I would like to. I would like to jump into that, and I would like yeah. to say I'm a, a. After this week, I'm a big fan of Penelope Ford. I've only seen her wrestle a little bit, but I haven't seen her like. Uh, that match felt really good right up until it was kind of a sudden quick finish. I felt like they got like an early call. Her or finisher something. didn't land. Her finisher didn't land. Yeah. Yeah, well, it also like it was it was an an abrupt end, and I felt like they were going at like yeah. a steady pace, and I felt yeah. like could have gone like another like three minutes, and I would have been a little happier. But um, now Penelope Ford is excellent. I saw her a lot back in the Indies when she was with Joey before she got with Kip, and they were yep. uh, the bad boy and the bad girl, and she was fucking spectacular. Uh, took some crazy ass bumps. Um, yeah, she was. She's always been great, and I I love seeing yeah. her get featured. 
Uh, I, sorry, I, I forgot to get to this because ADHD running wild, and that's what brother. makes that's what makes brother. a good podcast, baby. Um, Tony Storm is talking about like what's next for her AEW Women's Title. Um, interviewer brings up Thunder Rosa, and and so Tony says verbatim, Thunder Rosa says he's injured. Okay, when she says she's not injured, she can come back to lose to me. And then she turns to Tony and she says, and that's pretty much it, right? And Tony, Tony was in hell this whole night, dude. Poor <laughs> <laughs> dude, man. Tony's everyone, like, he's like, everyone except for Jericho gave him shit. He was like, and I think it was such a great match tonight. Swerve on our glory. You'll fight the acclaimed again at Grand Slam. And Swerve was like, no, he fucking won't. Why, Why dude? the fuck do we have to do that? You fucking you beat that, you mark. Dude, dude, like when Punk was talking about, Punk was like uh, answering some of the questions about it. And Tony's like, uh, oh, uh, and he's like, and I and I stated with this, and Punk's like, you shouldn't have to fucking stay. Like talking right over him. And- no, 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 dude. The best one was with Punk was when he was when, when Punk said, "I'm trying to run a fucking business here," and you just see Tony go, "Yeah, right." What yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, underrated dude, part was- of this night, by the way. Underrated part of this. Well, maybe not underrated, but the Swerve yeah. Our Glory heel turn. Uh, fan, Swerve, Swerve Strickland as a heel is going to be fantastic. I think Swerve's going to be heel. I don't think I don't think Keith Lee is a full heel. I think they'll they lose the belts at Grand Slam and, and they probably split and then there's a yeah. I mean yeah. Keith was Keith was playing heel in the match and Keith was yeah, playing was. heel during the press conference. Well, sure, but playing I don't know because Keith was the one who was like, if that's what the boss man and the fans want to see, then. Then, then that's what we'll get. But even, <laughs> even on, <laughs> but even on Dynamite, even on Dynamite, there's second. Wasn't on Dynamite. Keith wasn't he was on, on Dynamite. Dynamite. It was Swerve. Swerve came out by himself, which is adding to my point that I think Swerve's gonna be the one who leans. Oh yeah, that's right. Swerve came in and interrupted. That was so good because everyone was like, Max Caster has to do a rap, but he can't talk about all this stuff, and it he was can't. so. Perfect. It was so oh, perfect. It was so well done. Because it acknowledged that. It acknowledged that hype around that without actually fucking saying anything. Right. And it furthered the program with Swerve by having him interrupt. It, mwah, no notes. Yeah, they have, they have, com- the acclaimed have legitimately shot up like so, so fast. Like, I mean, they've always been over, but as soon as this ass boy stuff was over with them and then they finally got, when they got Billy Gunn back, I was like, they're going to strap the fucking rockets. Well, and that's, I didn't and know, that, I didn't know they had that kind of match. And I knew they were oh, good, but I didn't know they had that kind so, of match in them, dude. No, they were, I thought they were going to call an audible. I thought they were going to call an audible on that night. I thought they were, I was shocked. They like, didn't. I mean, dude, that was, if that was a match of the night, over. I would, it was, it was the elite trios match. If not, I mean, it was one of those two. Uh, but no, it's, but it's a little bit better. I, what what was a little bit better? I, I'm saying if that's not the, the tag match, match. I think the tag match was a little bit better than the trios oh, yeah. match, in my opinion. We, I'm the saying, thing about the trios matches that we've seen all those guys have bangers like that before. Go fuck yourself, yeah. Chris. That's literally not what I said. <laughs> I was saying Chris, that's not. It. You're a big, you're a big John Silver guy, dude. But come yeah. on. Right? Yeah, come on, man. I hate John. Dark Silver. Order is great. You Chris, hate John Silver. You hate Johnny Hungry. No, Chris. I don't hate. I just Chris. I top like three. John top Silver. three. Dark Order matches. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't like Dark Order. <laughs> I, I don't like Dark Order. Honestly, though, first off, you're wrong. They're great. Secondly, like on the on the topic, Brandon, oh, dude, I missed you, baby. Um, <laughs> I like this a lot. I'm so yeah, bad. baby. No, Get out of the mess. This it's is, back to Natick Mass, baby. I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take <laughs> this fucking shit. 
Honestly, Chris comes to Chicago once. It's it's changed everything, bro. The thing about the acclaim that I think is really notable is that they're probably the the most successful to date homegrown AEW act in the sense that like Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, MJF, Hangman Adam Page, AEW was the first place they got national television exposure, but for the most part, with a couple of minor tweaks here and there, they are doing the same thing that they did on the indies as far as their style of wrestling, as far as their gimmick, as far as the general presentation. And that's great because that's one of the great yeah. things about AEW is that they and they're the that. number one merch seller in the company right now. Whereas the acclaimed, Max Caster and Anthony Bowens were not a tag team on the indies. They were yeah. put together by Tony Khan and cultivated this personality and cultivated this oh, wait. I'm thing. Sorry. I miss what you're saying. Who are you talking about at first? I was saying that like people like Darby and Sammy and Jungle Boy. Oh, Warriors, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. kind of shtick figured out before they got to AEW, whereas right, the right. were put this together by AW Tony AEW organic. AEW yes, organic. Yes. And they're probably, to my knowledge, the most successful, truly homegrown act they've had up until this point. And they are now, again, I will re-add because I misadded before to the wrong thing on accident. Yeah, they are now the number one merch sellers in the company. Yes, yes something in a company with CM Punk, I will add. Yeah, fucking something. Maybe I mean maybe Wardlow is up there with him because I know he was on the Indies before, but he wasn't presented. This, the Scissor Me Daddy Ass shirt is the number one sold merch. No, I, I'm just talking about generally like like star power. Oh no, I mean I, I'm just talking pure merch right now. Yeah, no, no, the the shirts yeah. sell gangbusters for sure, which is crazy. I you know it's funny we like I remember those shirts got sent to like one of our chats. And we were all like, what the fuck? <laughs> who's, who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna buy this? Where'd Brandon just go? Brandon left. Brandon's Brandon done. Leave? He's the sick Brandon. of talking about daddy ass and he's fucking gone. And Did I can't Brandon leave. just Oh you not even being mean to him. I get it. I get it. What happened? Why did he, he dip took out? his ball and went home? <laughs> he summarily <laughs> and unprofessionally left. Yeah. And he disappointed all of us. Chris, you would almost say Brandon. Lost his smile, perhaps? You could. Maybe uh maybe we can, you know, continue the show without him. And let's and let's talk about what our WDP audience means to us and what doing this means to us. You know, this is we come we come up after our our grueling, hardworking jobs, and we come onto this podcast once every three weeks, maybe, and we <laughs> give a heartfelt, honest honest gaze at the scope yeah. of wrestling yeah. and if you don't want to be a part of this i'll talk to anybody anybody out there if you don't want to be a part of this magic you can get out you can get lost wow. i'll see you later let me know if the grass is green okay you can that's get beautiful. lost all right that's beautiful i, I just that's beautiful. I, I gotta <laughs> as i'm as i'm saying this i i'm <laughs> i'm picking uh, does brandon have a link to get on yeah he does you know it's the same one See, wow. t- text him. Text him. What's going I, I on? Don't know. This, is, this is great radio, by the way. I hope the people at home are loving this. Uh, just <laughs> lost Wi-Fi. Lost Wi-Fi. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, uh, oh man. I, he I, said you know he lost Wi-Fi. He said he lost his lost Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Oh, he's back. Fuck. So, oh, <laughs> uh, so, should we let him in? Should we let him in? Even let him in. I shouldn't even fuck him. Probably not, right? Can he, I wonder if he can see us right now. Can he, like, yeah, he's not even. Wave if you can see. Can wave? I can't see him. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, can, he can see us. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, once again rehired, 
on Wrestle.Pod. Random ball. I'm back. Nice. Sorry. Sorry, Hey, uh, Brandon, why don't you name me your top three yeah. Eric Bischoff matches? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got this. Him versus Stone Cold at No Way Out. Yep. Him, versus, him versus Vince that didn't actually happen at Sold Out? What WCW pay-per-view is that? The, the one where he like called Vince out. Yeah. And Vince really wasn't going to show up. And so he just, I don't like, know. Count to 10. I'll be honest. So- I'm not a, I'm not a WCW guy. I was purely fed and ECW. Oh yeah. I wonder why. Who's, who's the one guy who never went to WCW. I wonder, I mm. wonder fucking why. I mean, Hunter mm. Hearst Helmsley. That's not true. Hunter I know, I know, I know, I know. I do. I was wondering. Wow. No, I knew that. I knew that. He was, he, was a, he was a tag team with Regal. I knew terrorizing, that. dude. Terrorizing. How do you forget terrorizing? Jesus. I was trying to deflect because I didn't like. I didn't like the, the, the escaping because it's Chris, that's not Rick, that's not the reason. By the way, that's top not three the terrorizing matches go. <laughs> 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 All right, what were we talking about before we were so rude? I don't know, man. We wrote, we wrote you off. We wrote you off the show. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. you're you're gonna, you're gonna love to hear it. We, it was just like your hero. It really was. Oh, <laughs> thank God. No back. I gotta say, though, I gotta say, it's weird going back and listening to the episodes of the podcast. I remember I listened to it a few before I came on, and it's weird yeah. thinking back to those when you guys would just like talk and be nice to each other, and it wasn't toxic at all. And then I came on. And now <laughs> well, this was always gonna me. show through. This was yeah. always going to show through. It we, was needed that, that we needed that third voice to help us break out of it. Like we needed yeah. someone to play the bits off of when we're attacking each other. Big time. Does that make yeah. sense? Right, 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 right. You can't because you can't if do I the if, attack if I, bits off yeah. of the person you're attacking, you know what I mean? If like I, no, absolutely. Action. If I go ninety percent attack on Brandon at all times, he he, I I'm now running a one man pod. Okay, yeah. now if if he leaves, if he quits this pod right now, like it's he true. just did, like. He, like he just lost his smile. Like he he summarily and unprofessionally walked out. He left the WrestleMania universe. Yeah. If he continues yes. to do that, know. like like some of his heroes, not mine though, um, then maybe were we not to... just talking about someone losing their smile? I'm sorry, was uh, that was not your in, favorite? I'm sorry, he came back in like a month, dude. It wasn't real. It was work, dude. You <laughs> wanted to miss WrestleMania? <laughs> Come on, bro. My my man made a business decision. Made a business decision. Something what did your man do? Understand. What did your man do? Oh, what did your man do? What did your man Helped do? AEW Lose a fight to the million. Young Bucks. Help AEW. My, mine at least. Mine got beat up by. Mine got beat up by twelve Marines, bro. Thirteen, depending on who you It was one, and everybody else was great. Was holding. Was holding everybody else. Well, guys, guys, guys. My guy has granted over five hundred Make a Wishes. So. I mean, come on. You do win, Jordan. Also, win also one. started in, also started a top ten HBO show of the year. Yes, sir. Yeah. Was that was Baker. that nominated for an Emmy? I don't know. I, don't I think the Emmys. Are I, I don't think I don't think like for the show, but I think it might have been for like like some production. ancillary thing, production the, design yeah. or just the yeah. loser section of the show. All right, all right. Loser. Calm down. I'm sorry. We are art enjoyers, Chris. We just happen there to enjoy acting as an arts. Chris, if, if it's one of those memes, you're the guy in color talking really fast over the Bring Me the Horizon song, and yeah. me and Brandon are the ones in black and white where it's just pictures of us looking Spy jacked. Shows. 
about and uh, oh, is that what you and think? acting oh, at the same okay. time because right. we're yeah. actors. Yeah. Yeah. Actors yeah. and performers is what we are. Yes. I maybe you should called... maybe you should maybe you should act out an intro for the uh, show. Maybe it should be that. called wow. I do every maybe week. Maybe you should figure that out. I, I maybe maybe you should act out this podcast every week. Maybe 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 you could use your your acting skills to make a make a musical fun intro for everybody. Maybe you could do that. Wow. Maybe oh, you could maybe wow. maybe you could act out talking to a girl. Maybe. Oh! End it now. End the podcast. Oh, cut it. Cut it off. for us here at Rassle.Pod. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. <laughs> You know what's oh, the funniest thing about that, Chris, is that you did sit back and take all of that shit. Yeah. So I much man, like this has been a great episode of Wrestle.pod, everybody. Much like, Thank you much for like, listening. Much like some of our heroes, two of our heroes, I simply was resilient and I stayed and I did the job. Except for when you wow. float over a casket. I right? did the job. <laughs> I wouldn't be going floating over any caskets anytime soon, if you know what I'm saying. I like Brandon's little shoulder dance he's doing right now. <laughs> Let's see, flying over casket, uh, overthrowing a punch to Matt Jackson. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. He got injured. He got one. injured in the match on a tope suicida. That's the, oh, sure he did. Yeah, <laughs> that's He was already mad. He was already mad going into the he press scrum because he was already injured. Injured you know, in you know the it. match, he not did. in the backstage <laughs> fight. Right. Yeah. Right, I, right, I'm gonna right, believe. Right. I'm gonna believe. <laughs> No one can see you winking, you fucking idiot. Brandon can. That's what matters. That's what matters. <laughs> Funniest thing, Chris, is that I only look at myself during these podcasts. So. That's pitiful. <laughs> That's pitiful. He's a fucking narcissist. You fucking. All right. Thank you for listening to this week's episode Brandon. of Rest of the Pod. Jordan, let the man. Like let... to... I'm sorry. I'm... Hold on. You know what? You know what, Jordan. You know what, Jordan. Since you've you've chosen your tag, Jordan, why don't you this episode? I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make the extension across. Jordan, would you like to plug your Jordan. upcoming events? I'm, Brandon, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. I think Brandon had a question for me. Do you mind holding on real Thank quick, you, Brandon? What were you Thank you, Jordan. Ask? I have a question for you. Do you have any oh, events fuck. that we can catch you at coming up? Brandon, wrestling event? I absolutely do. I thought you would never Thank ask. You. It kind of seemed like Chris was going to just oh, no, like I was wow. All I've got to say, ladies and gentlemen, is that if you hear any unprofessional sounds or breaks in this podcast, just know the editor is the one being unprofessional. And we'll, yes, we'll, Chris, I want you Chris. to rewind a little bit so you, so you guys can figure out who the editor is because he kind of outed himself on this bottle. Chris, real quick, let me get this straight. You see a, you see a young 21-year-old guy following his dream, all right? Going after the one thing that he's dreamt yes. of doing since he was eight years old. I know you this. Decide... I've known him since then. I know this stuff. Exactly. He can corroborate it. And your choice is not to support that. It's not to give that a platform, but to play a meme sound over. Jordan, I that one. Coming up. Just get it all right. All right. All right. All right. Will this be it's out coming. before Chris? Will this be out before Friday? This upcoming Friday? Yes, well. Uh, this upcoming Friday, that is September 16th, I will be back in New Jersey, specifically Roselle, New Jersey, as Garden State Pro Wrestling presents Dynasty Clash. Uh, Chris's favorite wrestler, Speedball Mike Bailey, taking Woo! on Alan Angels for the Garden Let's State Pro Let's go. Hey, 
we got the first round of the Garden State Tag Team Championship Tournament with teams like the OGK, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, uh, the Workhorsemen, a.k.a. the Wingmen, Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake, uh, the American Wolves, Davey Richards, Nettie Edwards, and many other great East Coast teams. Uh, and in the main event, Janai Kai versus Joshi Standout, Jungle Kiona. So that's going to be sick. Going to be ring announcements for them. It's going to be on Fight TV. It's their third show, and all three shows, well, all two shows, soon to be all three shows, have been fucking stacked. Can't wait to be back for that. And then the next day, I will be back on the West Coast as Prestige Wrestling presents Perseverance, featuring the main event of Malachi Black versus Kid Bandit. Going to be on commentary for that one, oh, which I'm still Let's go. Dude. There's been a lot of talk about what Malachi Black's future is. I do not know what that includes, obviously, personally, but I do know the next time you can see him is against Kid Bandit in the main event of Perseverance. Stoked to be on commentary for that one. That show also That's includes. Uh, Maki Ito, uh, Miyu Yamashita, Alex Shelley, Taya Valkyrie, amongst many others. Damn. So that's going to be wow, sick. Wow, that's stacked, dude. Holy yeah. shit. No, it is, it is absolutely stacked. Prestige always yeah. always shows out. Yeah. Uh, and then a few days later on Thursday, a rare weekday show, uh, Violence and Suffering presents Awful Things with the main event of the ace, Jordan Oliver, against the undefeated Brian Cage. Uh, that show also features JTG, Nick Wayne, Ooh, Jacob nice. Fatu, Kevin nice. Blackwood, nice. Uh, just a, a whole slew of great talent. Um, and then the a couple of days after that, I'll be ring announcing for the good folks at VWE, Venue Wrestling Entertainment, back in Fullerton, California. That's not streaming anywhere, to my knowledge, but... I think clips and matches and whatnot will be available at a later date. Hey, and if, if you're, you're in the, the area, area. exactly, exactly. If you're in the greater SoCal so area, that is the place to be. And then the day after that, going to be heading back to Prestige, but this time back in Portland, Oregon at the Hawthorne Theater for Talk is Cheap, featuring the likes of Bobby Fish, Davey Richards, uh, and a whole slew of other great Pacific Northwest talent. So that's going to be sick. Going to be on commentary of that one once again on IWTV. And we're just going to keep on rolling, baby. The back half Man. of September is loaded, dude. Summer is over, but Jordan still does not stop. Fantastic. No. I love it. Love it, man. Well, hey, we will always plug your stuff here on the pod. And we will. And I love you, baby. Doing Specifically, I love you, too, I love you man. You're my, my favorite man, Jordan. host of the podcast. I, hey, man. <sighs> we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me and you, right? That's, that's how no, we would not. No, we would not. Amazing. Not, amazing. amazing. <laughs> It's going to be so right. funny to cut this part out later. <laughs> for, for Brandon, Jordan, and Chris, uh, thanks for listening to Rousel.pod. Uh, we will be back hopefully next week, and hopefully we don't take another break where some crazy shit in the wrestling world happens. But until then, thank you for listening, and we will be back. We'll hear from us soon. Bye-bye.